in three, in two, and one. Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you've chosen to sit down with me today to listen to this podcast. This one is on USPAP and neighborhood analysis, and we're going to cover just a few important points. Those points basically are the fact that this is right out of the Fannie Mae selling guide. This is no particular secret. This is specifically from section B4. Now, the Fannie Mae selling guide is for lenders. It's not for appraisers, but section B4 applies specifically to us. And it's wise if we understand what it says, because basically it tells us what the lenders expect to find in an appraisal report. And after all, that's what we do. We're looking again specifically at neighborhood analysis. We're not going to consider the whole thing. We don't have time here in this podcast. But we are going to consider some of the areas that Fannie Mae expects us to cover expects us to analyze when we are analyzing the neighborhood. Now, the question comes up, what influences the value of one to four unit residences in a particular neighborhood? And Fannie makes it very clear, quote, neighborhood characteristics and trends influence the value of one to four unit residences, unquote. Therefore, we as appraisers have the responsibility to analyze, not merely repeat, and then report to the client whatever it is, including risks, that influence value and prices in the subject's neighborhood. Then, from the data in the three approaches, analyze and interpret these trends for the client as components of the final value opinion. Here's an example. Are increasing sales prices in the neighborhood an indication of just a really healthy market? Or are they an indication that prices are about to stabilize? Let's face it, they can't go up forever, despite what lenders and real estate brokers think and want to make happen. And the reason is, if they're about to stabilize, it's because fewer and fewer purchasers either qualify for loans in that neighborhood or the market wants to buy someplace else. It's that simple. So what are the risks involved in changing prices? Our reports, our appraisal reports, need to explain how and why those risks affect the subject's exposure time, highest and best use, marketability, and market value. Now, we've raised the issue of risk. Let me talk about that for a second. It's no secret that when we turn the appraisal report in, Fannie already knows what the property's worth. Its own algorithms tell it that. They're looking at us to take a look at the neighborhood to determine if there are any extraordinary risks. If there aren't, fine. If there are, they're looking to us. Fanny is looking to us to tell her what those are, where they came from, and possibly how long they're going to last. So we're going to take a look at risks in a minute. But understand that a big chunk of our job is telling Fannie Mae about the risks there are of investing their money, technically it's our money, in that particular neighborhood in mortgage loans. Another question that Fannie wants us to answer is, what are the key elements or what is a key element in the appraisal process? And according to Fannie, quote, an analysis of the subject property's neighborhood is a key element in the appraisal process, unquote. 
Again, we've already talked about and we understand that part of the appraisal process is to measure the risk of investing in mortgage loans in the subject's neighborhood. This is why Fannie asks us, the appraisers, to analyze the neighborhood via the analyses of the subject's physical, legal, and economic components. We help Fannie Mae analyze and then assess risk. Now, are there any criteria Fannie Mae uses to purchase mortgages in a particular neighborhood? And the answer is yes. Again, this is a direct quote. Fannie Mae purchases mortgages secured by properties in all neighborhoods and in all areas as long as the property is acceptable as security for the mortgage based on its value and marketability, unquote. Market value has what amounts to a default definition, which is Fannie Mae's definition. However, the concept of marketability contains an element of risk analysis since economic, legal, social, and physical forces can and do affect the price at which a property can be sold, how quickly it can be sold once the seller exposes it to the market by whatever means and for however long, and the terms under which it can be sold. In other words, does the seller have to provide any funky financing to get the property sold? Therefore, our collection, our verification, our analyses, and our interpretation of the data must orient themselves toward the risk factor and their analyses that concern Fannie Mae and its investors. Here's an example. It's up to the appraiser to decide if falling prices are an indication of the pending zombie apocalypse or merely an indication of prices falling until they eventually stabilize. An appraiser comes to understand these two risk factors, and I concede the zombie apocalypse is not all that terribly important, but we come to understand these two risk factors by speaking to brokers, buyers, sellers, property managers, etc., and asking what changes are taking place in the neighborhood, why those changes are taking place, and how, if at all, they have affected marketability and sales prices in the neighborhood. This is the analysis part. This is finding out not only what's going on, but why it's going on. Now, we have been criticized, we appraisers have been criticized roundly for lack of objectivity in our appraisals. But Fannie requires an objective neighborhood analysis. And this is another quote. Fannie Mae requires the appraiser to perform an objective neighborhood analysis by identifying neighborhood boundaries, by identifying neighborhood characteristics, and by identifying the factors that affect the value and marketability of properties in the neighborhood, unquote. Again, as we identify those factors that affect the value and marketability of properties in a particular neighborhood, we, to a great extent, are analyzing the risks inherent in making a mortgage loan on a property in that particular neighborhood, which is basically why Fannie hires us. We identify the subject neighborhood and its boundaries, since when comparable sales come from within those boundaries, there's no reason to adjust for positive and negative neighborhood aspects, since those are, are already baked into the comps. Otherwise, if the comps come from outside the subject's delineated neighborhood, we've got to analyze the different neighborhoods from which the comps come, 
This analysis is to figure out if, how, and why whatever it is that influences the value in another neighborhood also influences values in the subject's neighborhood. In other words, how do the risks that influence value in the subject's neighborhood compare to the risks of whatever it is that influences value in the comp's neighborhood? So we talked about boundaries. What's the purpose of defining a neighborhood's boundaries? Again, again, Fanny answers the question. She says, quote, an appraiser must perform a neighborhood analysis. Notice that word must. An appraiser must perform a neighborhood analysis in order to identify the area that is subject to the same influences as the property being appraised based on the actions of typical purchasers. Now, I'm going to ask one more question, and then we're getting toward the end of the podcast, and we'll probably continue this on in another one. But are there any qualifiers of a neighborhood's characteristics? In other words, are there any qualifiers of what we need to look for as we compare neighborhood to neighborhood? And the answer is yes, and it's in the Fannie Mae Selling Guide. Quote, these, meaning the qualifiers, can be addressed by the types of structures, detached, attached, and architectural styles in the neighborhood, such as row or townhouse or colonial or ranch or Victorian. Current land uses, such as single-family residential, commercial, or industrial. Typical site sizes, such as 10,000 square feet or two acres or street patterns or design, such as one-way streets, cul-de-sacs, or courts, unquote. Because these five qualifiers are indications of potential change, they're also reflections of potential risk in that neighborhood. For example, consider current land uses and their potential for change. And at this point, let me mention USPAP Standard Rule 1-3A, which talks specifically about that. If the market shows sales prices are decreasing, and the appraiser must truthfully report this, despite what the client and the AMC want, there is a risk the underlying value of the real estate will not support the unpaid principal balance of the mortgage because of the potential risk of decrease in value. Therefore, the mortgage investor, in other words, those who buy Fannie's paper, is far more concerned with the potential that values will decrease in the future than it ever was about the market value of the property as of the effective date of the appraisal. The investor will buy that risk, to be sure, but will expect to do so at a discount over the price of less risky property. Now, we're going to stop this podcast after these five questions. But remember, the central theme of these five questions is risk. And the question we have to ask ourselves is simply, when we give Fannie Mae one of our appraisal reports, are we helping Fannie assess the risks of making a mortgage loan in this neighborhood? Or are we merely providing Fannie Mae with a bunch of unrelated facts? Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. I'm glad to be with you. Thank you for being with me. If I can ever be of help to you, please get in touch with me, Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. Visit my website, theappraisersadvocate.com, or visit my YouTube channel, The Appraiser's Advocate. Kind of all fits together, doesn't it? 
So until next time, let me extend to you my personal best. Let me extend to your family my personal best. And let me raise one more issue with you. If you hate dealing with AMCs, why do you continue to seek their assignments? And now we're clear.